It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Vanessa Ragland? <laughs> I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, Vanessa Ragland. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm good. It's nice and cool today. Yes, it's a breezy day here sure in the Hollywood is. Hills. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Uh, hey, this particular podcast. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, got a sponsor. Hey, oh. This podcast is brought to you by Bonobos. This podcast is, is Bonobos. B O N O B O S dot com. com. <laughs> we worked on that for about 10 seconds. Before it's really cool. Uh, really <laughs> great men's clothing. So good. Go on their website, 20% off for new customers with the Pop My Culture code. Yeah, Pop My Culture um, code. Type it in and you can get 20% off. And the clothes are really nice. This goes for boys and also girls that want their boys to look better than they already yeah. look. More on that later. Let's Improve the out. butt. Okay. That's right. Keep going. <laughs> Let's knock out some more uh, housekeeping stuff Let's before we get it. to our really funny guest. Uh, we're mostly listener supported. Yes. So uh, if you like the podcast. Which we hope you do. You can uh, donate to us if you want uh, on our website. Popmaculturepodcast.com. There is a donate button. You just click, click there. It. And uh, any Enter little bit a helps. nominal fee. <laughs> That's right. But actually put in numbers, not just nominal fee. They, they nominal won't know what fee? to do. You'll break the system. Uh, if you do donate to the podcast, though, uh, we do give you a shout out on the air. It's usually not just us doing it. We have some friends pop by. Yeah, today is a pretty big day because they've been really busy hey, for a hey. while. Hello. <laughs> Can I help? Can I do? Can I help you guys with this? Oh, it's Batman. Okay, oh, sure. You just, you just sneak up on everybody all the time. He was behind you the whole time, Cole. I can't believe you didn't see it. Uh, I do that. <laughs> I go in and out of things. But he's not alone. He brought someone else. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, ever ever since Alfred and I kind of had a falling out, now we do everything together. Mr. Batman. I think we have to switch. You have to be. I get to be Batman. Really? <laughs> not, that, not that we're doing these voices, but I have to be Batman. Let's do these thank yous. All right, then. This Much should be better. fun. Have you got all this, Master Cole? Uh, yeah, oh. here here you go. Thanks, Cole. Can I call you B? No. All right. Uh, first up, you guys, is, um, <sighs> is Ian. Ian, keep fighting the good fight. Remember, I'm out there. Your donation is supremely wonderful to this podcast, Ian, and we thank you a lot. Who Alfred else is on here? gift for you. He'll be sending via snail mail. I will. I like to write. I feel like letter writing is okay, dead. Okay, Alfred, move on. Kathy. Kathy, we had a moment, but I'm not ready to be in a relationship. That's all right, Kathy. Don't worry about it. He pushes everybody he loves away. I'm an Avenger. No, you're not. That's, I mean, I, I, that's Iron I Man, the whole. No, okay. I have an Avenger. I hate the franchise. Yeah, I know. Uh, one more <sighs> according to your list here. Coalfish is correct. Yeah, it is. Uh, Terry. Terry, that's a nice, uh, ambiguous name. Thanks. Is that all you got, Batman? Say he's ambiguous. It's kind of lame, Master Wayne. Oops, I gave away your secret identity. Oh, is it me to do that? Shit, we gotta re-record. No. We gotta re-record. Sorry. My eyeliner is coming off. It's in the podcast ether now. Oh. Oh, see you guys later. Speaking of ether, you were in a great movie called Cider House Rules. I was. Where you actually. I had a bad, terrible New England in accent in that movie. <laughs> Good night, you kings of New England. You masters of. Princes of Maine. Princes of Maine. Kings of New England. You dukes of. Hazard. Boston. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Bye. See you, see you later. You, that was real. 
<sighs> well, if you're still listening to this, thank you. <laughs> thank you for going with us. <laughs> also, if you like the show, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, it helps us to get listeners to the show. Or you can email us at info at popmyculturepodcast.com. Yeah, we read them all and uh, we'll get back to them as soon as we can. Yes, and uh, even if we haven't written you back yet, we've read it and loved it. And I'm shouting this one out to you, Jason. We loved your email. It had raps in it. It did was have really raps great. in it. I put <laughs> Vanessa's raps to shame. Hey, but then again, hey, what is it? Take it back. Okay. Take it back. Take it back. I take it back. Uh, well, let's uh, get Ugh. to our awesome guest, <laughs> so shall we? Off. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, before that, one oh, last thing. One last thing. Tell me it's about you. It is, actually. <laughs> uh, the Rift Tracks presents of Flatliners that I did with Janet Woo-hoo! Barney has been released. Yay! Uh, if you go to rifttracks.com, R I F F T R A X. Uh, and find the little present section there. It's on there if you want to hear us make fun of the and Kevin Bacon, Julia Roberts classic. <gasps> that would be the one. I think we have a guest. I think our guest is here, so let's go get him and start this thing. Our guest today, uh, he's a super funny stand-up. You may have seen him on things like Conan or uh, Punked or yeah. Saturday Night Live, things like that. Ian Edwards is here. How y'all feeling, man? Good. I'm here. He's not lying. You've done all those things. It's the real deal. All those two and things. And more. <laughs> there were three. There was three. Oh, my and bad. there is a lot more. I zoned out on my own credits. That's, <laughs> that's how much I'm into me. Yeah. <laughs> good that's luck, good. Ian. You're humble. Yeah. You're so humble. Oh, yeah. That's what people always say about you. Oh, yeah. Ian Edwards, humble guy. I don't think I don't think ultimately any of us are humble. Because, no. you know, we're in we're show We're in the wrong business. profession. Yeah. yeah we're, we're trying to get seen. The so. opposite. Yeah. We try to pretend we're humble. Yeah. That's but. what gets the big bucks. Oh, you guys. Later. Like fake humbleness? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, think of all the people that are fake humble, and people yeah, love them. Yeah, the business is full of that. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's such a down-to-earth person. No, he's not. He's just better at bullshitting than you. Wait, is this bitter. I sounded so bitter right wow. now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's, 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 it's kind of true, though. Like, people, like, like sometimes you see somebody getting an award, and it frustrates you because they're not celebrating it. Like, right. Like uh, the guy that plays Spider-Man saw him get an interview and said, yeah, yeah, it was good playing Spider-Man. Motherfucker, you're Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> own it. <laughs> like, own that shit. You, you get to be Spider-Man. Every like, people little have been boy. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, I, yeah. I was thinking Superman or Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spider-Man's like, Spider-Man good. Oh, it's like Spider-Man's little... <gasps> Did you guys see... Via the Olympics, uh, Michaela getting her second, her silver. Oh, well, she was pissed. She had some sass on her face. I have never seen. She is so good. She did mm-hmm. such a good job. She's really pretty. She gave fierce face throughout the whole gymnastics competition. Mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, damn, Michaela's coming up. And she can do all these <laughs> tricks. And then she got second. And she has the most inexcusable bitch face on. Yeah, she didn't come there for silver. No. <laughs> I wish like, that the commentators had just said like, oh, damn, Michaela's coming up. Well, it's a little bit of attitude. <laughs> you know, it was funny. Like, yesterday I told a friend, uh, like, this this white Russian chick came third in the, in the marathon. Yeah. And I said, that's like gold for white people in there. Like, in, the, in the marathon. <laughs> she, you did And she celebrated like it was gold, too. Like, you know. <laughs> Never like, saw this coming. Never, I know, never saw this like coming. She, she beat out a bunch of Ethiopians <laughs> and some Kenyans, and she got a, you know. And then, you know, this chick, she, she came there for gold, so she's not happy with the silver. Did you guys see any of the ping pong that was on? I can't believe that's real. I thought that was a Twitter joke. It's, no, it's real. But what, what's funny about it to me was, like, the first match I watched was, like, the U.S. versus, mm-hmm. I think, like, Belgium or something, and they oh. were both, like, 
Asian and had moved from wherever. That's like, hilarious. Oh, to like, get in on we'll that. Buy, we'll buy an Asian people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just because our, our ping pong team needs them. Wait, ping pong is the one. No, badminton is the one that people. They were through the, throw were the game. throwing yeah. the game. Yeah. That's hilarious. What is going on? Badminton? Because they didn't want. Because like the top seed had lost. So they, they thought if they lost, they would have an easier road going forward than mm-hmm. if they won. Because then they would have to play the top seed. What are your gut feelings on the Olympics? Uh, on, on the Olympics? Yeah. Uh, it's. It's a fun time. It's, it's like background music. Yeah. Like there's sports that are on. That I just let them play while I do stuff around the house. Yeah. And then there's the stuff that you're interested in. Like, you know, you're interested in Phelps. You're interested in uh, in Usain Bolt. And that's about it, to be honest. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll look at the, the soccer results. Like, I, the funny thing is I've been watching two channels. And then I just found out there's three more I could have been watching. Yeah, Wait, there, wha- so really? I missed a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, the yeah, Olympics like, are on you tons have to of hunt channels. Down, like, yeah, the the I U.S. men's basketball game, the first yeah, one. I found the channels for that. Yeah, like, it's like yesterday, yeah. like day eight. <laughs> what channels are they on? There's like Various NBC ESPNs? Sports Network, which they're, mm-hmm. still, they're still trying to make establish as an actual sports network, but no right. one knows where it is. It's like channel like 600 or something. Yeah, it's high. It's high. Yeah, it's, it's way up. It's <laughs> way up. It's way up. It's, 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 where you, it's, where you, it's where you go to listen to the radio if you listen to like... Your, yep. like Slow the, jams the, and everything. Yeah, if you listen to the radio part, part of your, your cable who are, service. Who are those there? people that are using their TV for their radio? <laughs> exactly. That is a weird well, kind of person that loves karaoke. You're like, oh, 70s show tunes channel. Yes, I'm set. Oh, wait. It's, right, yeah, it's between the 80s and 70s music <laughs> radio channel. NBC That's where you can sport. find the NBC basketball, <laughs> Olympic basketball. It's actually like wedged up with all the Fox Sports channels, which are mm-hmm. all regional. And there's like 100 of them, like 600 to 700. is all like mm-hmm. Fox Sports Midwest, Fox Sports Mountain, Fox Sports wow. Pacific, Fox, like all these yep. different areas. I don't areas. have the energy to keep up. I just get creeped out during the Olympics because of all like, – I like the celebration of all everybody's coming together. It's like a, in one way it's a really beautiful big athletic celebration. But mm-hmm. it creeps me out too because we get mad at other countries. I don't like that. Like so the we announcers, get mad at other countries. Yeah, you know the announcers are like, and then China. Oh, China's gonna regret that. Like when the, the little thirteen-year-old girl falls, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, China didn't see that coming, and they hate <laughs> Russia. <laughs> and are they homers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes me so uncomfortable. And I'll like the whole Go America thing. Just, just want to see him slip once. Be like, yeah, fucking Lithuania. <laughs> oh, just, or, hey, you or deserve the, that. Or the China girl falls. Oh, she's going to be making sneakers for the rest of her life. <laughs> oh, that's right, Ricky. Now over to the next. <laughs> They're all so glib and pro-American. China cheats. <laughs> They do. You it, just it, like an Olympic announcer. No, they straight up cheat. Like they cheat. Do you like, think they that? She, do you think that they doped the, the girl, and, the swimmer? Well, uh. Th- I don't know. I don't even know about that okay. incident. I know they, 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 in the ping pong, they dope up the rackets. I read an article. For real, they dope up the rackets. Wait, it's, how can you dope a racket? It's, well, I'm going to try to explain Is it like, it. like I was glossing through it. It's like they put this <laughs> adhesive, adhesive on the racket to make it, at the ball have more spin. So they outlawed that and they figured out some other shit they could use. Oh, my gosh. To put, just to give the ball more spin. Like, like China cheats. They cheated in the last Olympics. They also threatened the racket's family. Yep. The racket knows that yep. it doesn't pull it off. It's it reminds me of Alice in yeah. Wonderland with the flamingos playing croquet. Like if you doped up your flamingo, <laughs> you, doped up your flamingo. <laughs> you might have a better croquet game. It's the game. comparison most people make. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. That's where I'd go. I'd I'm go. big into sports, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> 
<laughs> the swimming stuff's been pretty interesting. Um, you know, Those people in water, wow. Well, especially since <laughs> the first shit. the first day or so, Phelps, like, you know, he fell out of metal in that first right. thing. We got fourth or whatever, and people are like, uh-oh, here goes Phelps. Give the guy a break. I like how fickle the, the media is. Yeah. Like, they're ready, they were ready to jump ship, literally, yep. in a swimming competition to, <laughs> to, to what's the, the other guy? Ryan Lochte. To, yeah. to Lochte, Ooh. yeah. And it's like, then Phelps is like, nah, this dude ain't the real deal. I'm still here. Watch my a little And then they're back on, on. As soon as he wins Phelps's the most uh, yeah. golds ever, suddenly <laughs> yeah. everybody likes him again. That guy, have you seen the, what's his name? Not Latka. Lofke? Lutke? Lochte? Yeah, he's got a weird Lockie? last name. Is that his Ryan name? Lochte. Um, L-O-C-H-T-E, Lochte. I like how Way to go, Cole. Ryan <laughs> pronunciation. Lochte. Jeez. Ryan Michael Patrick Lochte. Is that true? No, I'm oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. He's the one that's real pretty but dumb as bricks, right? Is he the one that they show he's all the, the interview one clips who's, with? They do show a lot of that. He's also the one whose mom said that like, oh, yeah. he's not into relationships. He's, he's just having nice one night stands. stands. One night stands, right. <laughs> His mom gave that sound bite. And then he clarified, well, she meant just dates, like one-off dates. Mm-hmm. One-off dates. <laughs> you know this is going to be a one-off date, right, baby? <laughs> As they have sex. This will be the last time we see each other, so I'll make that clear before we order our food. Glad we had some Olympic right. stock. That's way to ruin my endorsements, mom. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is a business, you know that. I am a business. I'm your yeah. future. Did you also yeah. see that supposedly like 70 to 75% of athletes hook up in the Olympic yeah. village? Yeah. yeah. How can they I not? Mean, They're at the peak of their... If I'd have known that, Ooh. I would have been... I would have taken like the 400 more serious when I was a kid. <laughs> really focused on your like ping that. pong spin. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, just get good at badminton or some bullshit sport yeah. and go over there and uh, join the sports orgy. Imagine, though, you're in a village, a literal village made up of the most physically appealing beautifully people. appealing people that can do anything now, with their body. it's not like the Smurf village. It's just like... There's more than one place. girl. Smurf <laughs> yes, village had yes, a major sure. flaw. There are more one woman. Yeah. <laughs> this is like... These people can bend backwards. Like, if yeah. I was one of them, I would lay down in one half of the room and say, now, I'm going to lay here. You're going to flip into me. <laughs> just, just start running. And I like where you're going with this. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't think of the feats of sex they do. Yeah, They're giving each other medals in the village. <laughs> oh, that so, was good. See how many medals you can fit in this vagina. <laughs> <laughs> The bronze in blowjob goes to yeah, their own. Michaela's like, shit. <laughs> that's why she was pissed. She only silvered in that too. Oh, yeah. and it's hilarious. She, you can lose all your medals in that in that village. <laughs> but not a medal in the actual sport, yeah. but in the but village. In the village. Yeah, yeah. She was the one to beat. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, she was into some S and M shit. Just kidding. Uh, a little bit more about our sponsor for this podcast episode. Bonobos. That's right. It's B-O-N-O-B-O-S dot com. Okay. I'm going to say as a girl's perspective, because this is boys clothes, but I made my husband get some pants and his butt looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I got a pair of uh, pants from them too. These uh, gray wash chinos called Cloud Pleasers, I think. Hey, oh. uh, and they fit real nice. <laughs> I'm not making a comment on Cole's butt. He does have a butt. I do. I've got some, I've got some cushion for the pushing. Oh, ew. That's disgusting. But the <laughs> thing is, Okay, this is a real thing about their pants because I was reading up on it because John, <laughs> I love talking about John. He's not doing sound today, so I can talk about him like this. He's real tall and real skinny, so usually pants kind of like waddle off of him. Right. Like there's, They're either too Euro tight or they're too like dad <laughs> jeans. Yeah. And these fit just 
They are so cute. And I was reading up on them, and they actually make their pants with, like, curves to fit men. That's why Yeah, what's cool work. about them is, like, I mean, this is one of the things that they did is, yeah. like, pants often don't fit well or it's hard to find a good pair of pants that fit. And guys act like they don't care, but guess what? Girls do. Uh, guys and do your care. boyfriends could care, too, <laughs> if you are into boyfriends. I do care. Uh, <laughs> what's nice about them is, is, you know, like, they fit nice and, like, they fit well, yeah. um, and they're comfortable at the same time, which is, like, Hard to pull off because a lot of these jeans are like super skinny, crazy and skinny, they or they're super baggy. Great colors and stuff too. Yeah, a lot of cool. You got to cool go to their options. website, even if you're a doubter right now. Go to their website and you'll see that it looks really good. Twenty percent off for new customers with the Pop My Culture code because yeah, they're really that, nice. Enter that for the code Pop My Culture. The shipping's really quick and, and free all yep. year round, and you can do free returns too. It's yep. like leave it on your doorstep. It's so much better than leaving the nice house. Nice and easy. And they have they've got no. shirts and jackets and shoes. Adorable and belts and ugh. So yeah, nice stuff. Things. So uh, very, actually really excited that they're yeah, sponsoring us. Me too. Us get yourself some, some clothes cool stuff. and get you a hot piece on your side. Indeed. <laughs> Bonobos. Did you see anyway. the opening ceremony? Did you watch the opening ceremony? Ew, I started to. It was too and weird. Danny Boyle's crazy too weird. weird. So weird. Did you see it? Nah, I was They had in... a big glowing baby. Oh, they did? I missed a, that part. A literal, bigger than this house, glowing well, the baby. The thing cost like four and a half million dollars <laughs> or $40 million. Like it was a super expensive, like they poured a ton of money into this opening ceremony. And a ton of glow into that baby. And there was like this whole like industrial <laughs> revolution thing with all these like chimneys and all these people. Chimney sweeps up. and was, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins came in. It's like, it like the complete like history of England type. Pretty much is kind of what it was. But who's the glowing baby in all this? I don't know. I what, did, what did the baby do? I, I didn't even see it. It was like on its back being wafted through a crowd. That's it? <laughs> As I recall. Maybe that was his homage to his own film, Trainspotting. <gasps> the oh! baby should have been crawling around in the ceiling while they were tripping <laughs> balls. But... <laughs> Uh, and did you see the Bond sequence they shot where, like, no. Daniel that Craig I saw. I was saw Bond, and then they oh. had the queen parachute into the mm. games? That was kind of cool. That's crazy. It was kind of Can neat. you imagine being the queen and getting that call? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You've got a yeah, stunt. got an idea, you know, <laughs> if you want to participate. Don't, don't hang up. Just so long. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> James Bond is interested in involving you in a sketch. It's hilarious. Aw, little I think it was a good idea. It was, added to a little lively, livened it up a little bit. It has to do something fantastic. A lot of spectacle to start before the boring parade of nations begins. Yeah. So how many things are there? I mean, I don't want to keep talking Olympics forever, but mm-hmm. I we only show the sports that we do well in, basically, right? Yeah. Like, that's what we're like, oh, and check out how we're winning in this. What are we so bad at? There's got to be a ton of sports that's like America doesn't stand a chance. Now, America's pretty good in, in, like, most stuff. Like, I was in Canada when the Olympics start, started. And then one time I was in England when they had the Commonwealth Games. Oh, really? Like a minor version of the Olympics. Yeah. So it's funny. When you're in Canada, like, if there's a race or an event and the Canadian person is trailing, that's where the camera's on. You don't even <laughs> see who's leading. <laughs> like, like, the coverage is so, such Homer coverage. And then when they show the medal stand... Like if the it just pans to the left. To the, to the left to where the bronze is at. And they, ste- they keep pumping this person up like a gold winner. It's hilarious. It's like, what about the gold and the silver winner? Like, aren't they supposed to be the focal point? It's hilarious. They're not Following gonna... their players being lapped by the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore them. Is Don't curling worry about that. in the Olympics yet? Curling? Yeah. That would be in the winter Olympics, I would yeah. think, right? Is yeah. it It was, it was in the sport? winter. Yeah. But I don't know if it's still Yeah, they do do it with the little brooms and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing to watch. Canada is good at that. Yeah, they're good at that. Canadians. <laughs> I meant to say it that funny way. Uh, you sure did. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll get off of the Olympics. Okay. Make you happy, except for the fact that. What about the one last thing? Okay. <laughs> the NBC six-hour tape delay. 
Oh. Which maybe it's like it's weird because you don't know is this something that I I mean this has all happened. Do I know about this result? Do I not know about the result? Is this where Michael Phelps wins? No, yes, no. It just feels all like all the spoiler alerts have been bummer. Yeah. Like I still <laughs> sat down and watched some races like with excitement. Yeah. Like I can do that mind trick to my mind, like even if I like I watch soccer a lot and even if I know the results, I cheer when my team scores, even though I know they they won Ultimately. the game three two. <laughs> So I could, I guess, like Saturday. You glamoured yourself. Yeah, I glamoured myself. Yeah. <laughs> True blood style, you know. What I'm <laughs> I could still, I'd like to know, watch it live, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I still tape like my Detroit Tiger baseball games, and like if I find oh, out, you what, do? yeah, if I find out what it is ahead of time, I might fast forward through it and just get to where the things actually happen. Mm-hmm. But I'll. But still don't you want to see how it happened? That's the beauty of sport. Yeah, that's why I fast forward and watch it happen. I don't need to see a scoreless inning up there where oh, we ground I out see. three times. I'm, I, have I don't a, know Listen, what listen that means. to announcers try to figure out something to say while nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. My favorite is when they bring in like an, a past player or something for mm-hmm. that half inning. So like they're not really commenting on the game. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're talking to the player. And half the time, it's like the worst, most boring interview in the yeah. world. And meanwhile, like stuff's happening on the field. And they're just like, so you were a really good teammate in there, right? And the guy's like, yeah, you know, it was. Ugh. I enjoyed my time here. And meanwhile, somebody said a triple. And oh, uh, Austin Jackson triples. He's at third base now. So what was it like? And it's just like, oh. They talk about all kinds of, you know what my wife did last night? <laughs> she made the most scrumptious. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> there is a game like behind they, you. Yeah, they, go, they go off on these tangents. But I guess they have to, like, I don't, I'm not a big baseball fan. Like, baseball is amazing live. Like, I don't know what happens. Like, for me to, to hate the sport on TV like that and then go to a game and enjoy it that much, I don't know, without hearing even the commentary, it's amazing. It's something yeah. about being at the game. But, like, I never liked cricket. Like, I grew up in the West Indies, mm-hmm. and cricket is, like, the West Indian version of baseball. It just boils the shit out of me. <laughs> Do you Plus eat cricket. hot dogs at cricket? Cricket lasts, like, nah, two no, days. Cr- <laughs> yeah, yeah, cricket, cricket yeah, cricket's even go. worse. Yeah, longer than two days, yeah, too. Really? Like, week. Yeah. like a short oh, match. They can have a no. 24. Yeah. It is fair to mention that we are recording this podcast uh, at a live Major League Baseball game. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if we're supposed to be commenting on a baseball game right now? <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is in between two pitches. Yeah. This whole podcast is in between two pitches. What was it like growing up in the West Indies? Uh, it was hot. Okay. Yeah, Moving hot. on. No, just kidding. <laughs> there was a lot of cricket. <laughs> a lot of cricket. A lot of soccer. A lot of, you know. A lot of good times. A lot of good times, yeah. Fun, fun in the sun. Fun, poor times, yeah. Fun poor times. Yeah. What was the poorest moment of your life? The poorest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Having like one pair of shoes growing up. That's still, you've got two shoes in that pair. <laughs> two shoes in that pair. <laughs> You're a pretty Hopefully. lucky guy. <laughs> yeah, lucky. I knew people with one foot. Yeah. <laughs> in their half pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Winner. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Go ahead somewhere you so wanted like to go. Po- I like I how optimistic she is. <laughs> I know. had two feet of shoes in that one pair. Yeah. What about that runner with no legs as the artificial things? Did you see him at all? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Believe, I don't believe in him. I don't think he should have been in the Olympics. Should it, why not? Because he's a robot? Because, yeah. <laughs> that right? too. And Special Olympics material? Listen, if you can't pull He could have killed yeah, at the Special Olympics. Yeah, he should just be in the Special Olympics. He's special. Like, he's missing legs. Yeah. I mean, they do have, like, outside the special, they have, like, Paralympics. Yeah. Right. You know, that kind of, which I'm sure he dominates <laughs> at, considering how well he does here. But, uh, I mean, it's an interesting story. It's definitely... Yeah, but then it just kind of, like, leaves room open for, he got in there, now, 
who else is going to try to get in there? It's like, hey, listen. What's the biggest threat, though? People without listen, bo- like people without parts of their body doing well? I think no, that's great. No, you, you can't pull a hamstring. If you can't pull a hamstring, <laughs> if you can't point. tear an Achilles right. But tendon, he has to use more can. WD-40 than any other <laughs> Olympic team. And that's <laughs> doping. <laughs> the Chinese have developed a new kind of motor oil. There's <laughs> like an athlete from Finland drives in a little car. I need yeah. it. Yeah, I need <laughs> it. You know, somebody goes 40 miles an hour. It's not my, you know, I have no legs. <laughs> But I won. Yeah. Medal. Did terrible in the village, though. Oh. Did not do well no there. sex in the village. No. <laughs> the asshole People in the village. People used him as a pummel horse. <laughs> no. well, uh, we briefly riffed on Spider-Man. Did anybody see the reboot, The Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I didn't. We both did. Uh, what did you think? Did you... I, I, I thought it was okay. Like... Like, I knew they were going to do... Like, why start it over? Why do I have yeah. to see... The origin story again. The origin story again. They did it already. They got a new dude. Just continue. And then, and then basically, Spider-Man's a klutz. <laughs> Everything that happened in that movie bad, it was his fault. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the, the formula to turn the guy into the lizard so he could destroy the whole city and kill a thousand people, Spider-Man gave him that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He got his uncle killed. <laughs> like, if there was no Spider-Man, it the would have been a would safe be a city. Place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean, his girlfriend's dad. Yeah, his girlfriend's he got he killed. His girlfriend's dad got his... Like, Spider-Man's a klutz. Like, he's like, what type of hero? He gets everybody killed, and then at Bad the end of it, man. you you saved everything. You, you, you just sort of undone part of the yeah, damage. Yeah. <laughs> there are lives that, that can you, never yeah. be regained. Exactly. <laughs> but you look great in your suit. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, my biggest issue with it, I mean, there's just little lapses here and there mm-hmm. that drive me crazy. Like, uh, same thing in Dark Knight, there's little things here and there that drive me crazy too. Yeah. And that, like, there's a sequence where earlier on, like, Spider Man <laughs> saves a kid of a crane operator, played right. by C. Thomas Howell. And uh, later on, there's a part where, like, he's trying to get across town to stop the lizard and he's mm-hmm. hurt, so he can't swing or very well. Or it's hard for him to do what he normally can. Mm-hmm. So the crane operator gets on the phone to all his crane friends, being like, Come on, guys, let's rally. New York, woo. <laughs> so they move all these cranes mm-hmm. down, like, Broadway. They, all, they point them all one way so he can just swing from crane that to crane. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my issue with it. Okay. During this whole sequence, there are several news helicopters up there that oh. are shooting like, Spider-Man's hurt. Will he be able to get across? Blah, blah, blah. You're in a helicopter. Down. How about pick up give, Spider-Man give him a ride. and take him where he needs to go? That's Don't make hilarious. him swing and all these giant cranes pointed down, bro. It drove me crazy. It's hilarious. <laughs> no, no, we're going to make Spider-Man earn this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, think no, I'm going to see the movie. I'm not going to. I liked the other Spider-Man movies, but when I found out they were just starting it over, it, I've seen it. I liked it. It, yeah. it just I'm didn't make on. sense. Like, like Superman needs to be done over, like because they keep on fucking to it up. To do it right, yeah. To do it right, but yeah. Spider-Man's like you. You're off on the right track. Don't start over. It's also not that complicated of an origin story. It's not really like you know, reporter gets bit by spider. The end. And like, it's also not you, kill, you get your uncle killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like Superman's a lot. There's a lot more going on there. He right. comes to Earth. He's right. Like this whole thing. Why didn't other people turn into Spider-Man? Because they didn't get bit by radioactive spiders. Yeah, I think that's. The There's kind just of this one spider. He's a klutz. <laughs> <laughs> Gets bit by a spider. Like the only person to get bit by a radioactive supply spider and you get his uncle killed and his girlfriend's father's killed and turns a man into a lizard. Gives him the formula <laughs> to turn himself into a lizard. Yeah. Hey, try fucking, this. Oh, shit. Fucking, Made him a lizard, didn't it? Yeah. 
And some major structural damage. Yeah. All throughout New York, too. So yeah. I got to pick up that bill. But hey, he saved one kid from he a saved bridge. saved a kid, yeah, from a bridge. And, then, and he had a love Which story. is his fault anyways, yeah. because the lizard is the one responsible for that. Exactly. Whoa, it all, so all that, goes back to Spider-Man being a klutz. So that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing. Is like, why can't you just make a hero a hero? You know, like, they, it's like you back into being a hero, and by default, you're, you're fixing the problems that you caused. It's like... Can't he just fix some shit that somebody else like? like I guess a proper trying to, hero. yeah, like a proper hero. Like, oh, there's some crime that I had nothing to do with previously. Exactly. I shall stop it now. Exactly. I mean, Batman's more of a proper hero, but he does cause a bit of havoc. Did you guys see Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, it's a Batman movie with about 20 minutes of Batman in it. I'm not going to take that it's criticism. Kind of funny. Yeah, that's I'm true. not going to take that criticism. I'm You're not. a fan of it. I liked it. You liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I just didn't love it. I think that people are judging that movie harshly because there were such high expectations, but it's a great trilogy. Those are three great movies that are like, they changed what a superhero movie can be. For me, those movies are like, Stay they're good. I, I think Christopher Nolan is good. I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. He, he, like, there's a level of pretension in those movies. Yeah, yeah, there is. But bring on the pretension. I'd rather have that than some wacky doofus movie where the whole joke is always like, oh, don't look good in my suit, like stupid Spider-Man. Sorry. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm against... I'm against Spider-Man too. <laughs> the Batman thing is like when you say it, there's a lot of pretense. That, would you say? Yeah, it's a little pretentious. Pretentious, right? Like, what do you mean? It's just, it's just kind it of got this air of like, seriously. I'm really serious. I'm going to take my time. Like, it's so frigging slowly paced and long in general that I, you know, there's stuff there that's like, eh. And the attempts at humor in there are kind of lame. Kind of lame. Like, they don't. He doesn't really. Like <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It wasn't any no Avengers. My my problem no. with it was like, there's these these almost like Greek morals in there. Like, you know, they, they have, you know, you ever watched one of those, uh, like what was it, the, the movie that just came out in a few months ago before the summer and it bombed and it was a sequel. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, and you know, they, yeah, they, yeah. they have these gods and they create these, these moralistic high views and you have to, it's just, it's not even realistic. Yeah. And like the gods are watching people suffer. But there's a great reason why, and this Batman kind of had that, and mm. like I, I never buy into that in those Greek yeah. movies, and I don't buy into it. I didn't buy into it in Batman. It's like there's some there's a more straightforward way they could have went, and they just go around in these circles to create like this is happening because of this. It's, it could be solved this way, but instead of solving it straightforward this way, let's take the long let's way, take the and, long let way and let people suffer. And it's like, and the more you, th- there's certain things in the movie. Like, it's one of those movies that if you think about it more, you'll be like, hey, oh, that I was know, I dumb. can't think about yeah, it too long. There were a lot of like, issues. Little things like, okay, so Bane <laughs> kicks Batman's ass, and then somehow gets him to a prison in India, mm-hmm. and then Batman gets out of the prison in Wait, India. Wait, a prison and in he's, India, which part of it goes to what you're saying too? It's like part of the torture is looking up to see yeah, the like way that, out. Right. The, the way out is there. Yeah, but okay, so he gets to this prison in India, and then somehow manages to get out of this prison in India, and then get back to Gotham. He's broke. He's got no money. Like, how did he get from? How did one? Well, how did he get to India? And then two? How did he get back from India? You have that kind of problem. I'm not like that's a whole other movie. It's a Batman road trip. Movie. Those Batman, Batman road trip. <laughs> that's a movie I'd watch. Josh Plane, Whedon should direct that. Batmobile. <laughs> that's what it should have been. 
It's hilarious. You know when those policemen were supposed to be underground? Right. They said for three months or something? Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. They came out looking fresh as policemen can look. Right. They should have been eating each other down there. Like, (laughs) I'm so confused as to what went on. And they came out and they're still all about being good policemen. Right. They are harrowed by the experience if this really happened. I, I, what, what bugged me about it mm. is like when all the policemen charged Bane's men. Yeah. And the bullets were just hitting the ground. Yeah. It was like, shoot I know up. these guys can shoot better than this. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one officer died on the whole charge. <laughs> it was like one officer and Matthew Modine. And Thanks, Matthew guys. Modine, yeah. oh. Sorry, spoiler if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, sorry. They killed Vision Quest. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Hathaway did a great job. I'm not usually a fan. I thought she was great. She was great, though I thought they tried to give her all the like laugh lines that all kind of thudded a little bit, you she know? Not, she shouldn't be funny. She should just... She was no, good at there's the nothing wrong with the way she delivered it. It was yeah. just like the lines themselves were like, eh. Oh, what was like, that she one needed, Let's rethink that gun thing. Or oh, whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think she needed more backstory. Like, how does she become as good a fighter as Batman? And also as poor. She can't handle right. her own tax issues? Like, we're supposed to believe that? Like she stole, she's this master thief. She lives in the hood. Yeah. Like, where's all, she's backflipping out of windows. You obviously have another problem. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that we need to get into. Either you're buying a lot of shoes. <laughs> You've got an addiction somewhere. And that was her cat outfit, right? Like, yeah. Where the fuck did she get a, 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 the same type of material? <laughs> Maybe that's where all the money went. Yeah. Into her Catwoman suit. <laughs> okay, I've got but, a plan. But I had issues with her living where it's always with funny. With kooky roommate. And it's, it's always like, really? It's, it's always funny when movie set art directors try to create a white person's hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tapestry on the wall. That's what it all yeah. is. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's never like, like a black hood in a movie. It's a little charming. It's a, it's a charming hood, yeah. It's but shabby you're chic. Be, you're shabby chic. Yeah, you're supposed to be poor. But I've seen poor. So let's, go, let's go all the way to poor. Instead of this, this place that like most people watching the movie would live in. Yeah, like, oh, in, doilies. In, that's nice. Happiness. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even get that. Oh, screech of a trash truck goes outside. Yeah, for them, it's like, they're eating bologna. Oh, no. <laughs> and she wants to clean her record. It's a big deal. Wait, pay off yeah. someone, too. Like, what? I didn't get that. Like, the magic. I don't, really don't like Why? to think so about the music too much. Why? So she can get an office job? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it is. Well, maybe it's, got a maybe she's, going. like, applying for these really great apartments. And they're like, we ran your background check. You've got a record. You're going to have to go back to, to living for this. in your white Meow. person. So you're going to have to go back to your shabby chic. Start her up. Sorry. (laughs) Didn't pass. I'm glad we talked about it, but I am sad because I really did like that movie. I I I mean, I like that. I don't don't want it to come. I'm nitpicking in a lot of ways. Like, I definitely did enjoy it. I just, one, I don't really hold the trilogy up like a lot of people do. Like, I like them, but to me, it's not like the end all be all. I watched them all again before I went to the movie, and it was actually really great to do that because they have, that's the thing. He fit a ton of storytelling in. Like, whatever you want to nitpick, the the storytelling was crazy. Um, But the first one's my favorite. Well, the the next Batman movie is slated for 2016, and it's not going to be no or whatever it'll be mm. sort of a reboot but they're like but the studio is kind of figuring out that people aren't that into origin stories so it'll be a they continuation i was like if they did yeah, if they did in, in in three years from now a yeah. batman movie that's showing how batman becomes batman again people yes. will be like why yeah. stop paying. putting us through this yeah we did it only got more people to fight new villains yeah like, like use them there's like 40 or 50 years of comic book threads right. pick one yeah that every comic book 
didn't have how Batman became Batman. Right. <laughs> but first. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm four issues in. Oh, the fifth issue shows how he became Batman again? Yeah. All right, good. Because I was forgetting, like, he's a bat. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's not like a TiVo comic book version. It's like you just, you do, he moves on every, every book. We should be smart enough to catch up. Or yeah. here's but the thing. Not, just do this. Do ten minute thing previously on Batman, <laughs> like just, TV. Yeah, just catch everybody up. It's hilarious. And then we'll be good. Mm. I don't want to sit through ninety minutes of him being like, "Oh, I miss my parents." <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, bats. You know, when I saw Batman, I'm driving on the way. I'm on the way to the movie theater to see Batman at the ArcLight, like three forty-five a.m. in the morning. Oh, night of. Yeah, the night of. Wow. While I'm listening on the radio about the shooting. Oh my gosh. Oh. In Colorado. Oh, that's crazy. Did you, and you yeah. still went to the movie? Yeah, we still went. Just took the chance, you know? I had to wait a few weeks to see it after I heard that because I oh, just yeah. kept getting too creeped out and sad. And then watching it with that, like, knowledge in your head, it is really, I mean, it, it colors the experience for sure of being like, oh, my gosh, this kind of anger and weaponry and, like, all this stuff in the wrong crazy person's head can't mm. make a good thing happen. Yeah, but crazy people are crazy people. Yeah, there's crazy people out there. Yeah, it's just, true. Some of them make legs and get in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Drive little cars. Some I'm not drawing a direct comparison. Well, by the way, well, maybe, maybe it's a good thing they let him in the Olympics. You know, maybe you know if they didn't, he would have went someplace. Right. Shot up the place. You know, yeah, so. I mean, you should have let me in the Olympics. Hitler wanted to do art. Everybody has their thing. So yeah. if we just support every crazy person we know in really going for their passion, but that's kind of American Idol, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's so not <laughs> all those disillusioned people getting there to audition and they're terrible and they're like, "Who told you you're good? My family, my mom, my." Mm. But then American Idol doesn't your agree. Your ears told you you were good too because my ears told me you were not good. Yeah, how I do you equate what you hear on the radio to what you do? What comes out your of your body? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. You're swimming around all the notes like you're nowhere near them. It's hilarious. Oh, I just found out how Cole knew how to spell that name. It's on our paper in front of us. What is? Ryan Lochte. But I also know how to spell it because it's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> L-O-C-H-T. I saw it one time. Went, All right, Lochte, got it. <laughs> Lochte? I've never some, heard of it. Some people are good with names. I never heard of it. I can't still pronounce it. No, me either. Uh, I just messed it up a second ago. Well, here's the Rosetta Stone for Ryan Lochte. <laughs> oh, Lochte. thanks. Yeah. In just two short weeks and $300. <laughs> you can learn to say this name. <laughs> you can learn to say the following Olympians. Michael Phelps. Ryan Lochte. Oh, boy. Michaela. Whatever her last name <laughs> is. you have to say it sassy. Michaela. There you go. It's hilarious. What a bitch. She's so talented. Okay. I'm going off very bitter today. I'm really no, sorry. No, it's perfect. I'm See, so sorry. So you've been doing stand-up for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did a you year? first start? Uh, six months ago. <laughs> but it's pretty going good. pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, they always say stand-up is one of those, like, you get into it and you make it within a week. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why more people ain't doing it. People are stupid. What are you doing, working at home? Going to work, waking up. Yeah, pretty much. You decided to stand up, and then it's three weeks later, you're on Conan. Headlining, yeah. Conan. Yeah. You know, punked. You know, women everywhere. Women everywhere. Money. You know, up to your pits. Yeah. Then you know, I don't know why people, more people don't do it, but you know, it's a secret. You know, you know, successful lifestyle. So I'll just keep doing it. You should release it. an ebook on like like how to make it in stand up. How to week. make it in six weeks for dummies. <laughs> Look, you know what the difference between men and women are, right? <laughs> Go out there and make a million dollars. That easy. That stuff easy. you observe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, you've been doing stand-up longer than six months. Yeah. Seven <laughs> months. <laughs> 
six months, seven days. Now I've been doing Keeping it for count. for like probably longer than fifteen years. Yeah. But I'll just say that I did take like a like I started in New York, uh, started on Long Island, this mm-hmm. comedy club called uh, uh, Governors, and uh, the reason why I started was. Like I just came from, I come from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I was hanging, I was going to high school. I was working at a Burger King, and just I'm trying to assimilate with this new society yeah. and get to know people and talk to people. And I realized the things that people talked about were sports, music, and there was a guy at my job. His name was Greg Ellis. He was funny as shit. And whenever you worked with him, the shift went faster, mm-hmm. and people loved him. Like it'd be around him. Like you're supposed to be over there washing the dishes. What the fuck you doing over there by the broiler? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just he just had everybody laughing. And then I was like, I used to be funny. I should tap into my funny side. Like I kind of just forgot about it. You know, and maybe there was some type of stress from just moving to another country and getting just starting over, yeah. like a young life all over again. So once I started tapping into that, started like. Just taking things more easy, being, you know, having fun, making people laugh, having friends, being exp- able to express myself. And then. Did you get into comedy immediately, like figuring that out? Or were nah, you just. I was doing it. Then then it's like, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's like I did open mic life comedy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to be funny right. in regular life until I. <laughs> and then the day I achieved. <laughs> Today professional life <laughs> comedy status was when a guy pulled around on the drive-thru and he was like, hey, man, you're funny because I was taking orders. In the drive-thru? What were you doing? I was taking orders. No, but how were you making that funny? Because I was just clowning around, just talking <laughs> shit, like using voices and being a hack on the drive-thru. Welcome to Burger King. So men are all... <laughs> yeah. Just clowning around. The guy came around. He's like, man, that was you? I said, like, yeah. He said, you're funny, man. You should try stand-up. I, and it just that just stuck with me, and I just like started like sneakily sneaking in jokes and conversations with people that I was gonna plan on using on stage, and then more life comedy lessons. Yeah, more life comedy lessons, <laughs> and then I just took it to the stage and bombed. Did you really bomb the first time? Yeah. Did hard. you go it was with horrendous. friends? Well, was it all Burger King related comedy? That could have been. <laughs> it was all inside jokes yeah. on how to make patties and shit. <laughs> you ever been burned by the broiler when? You're- no, nah, it's, it's, it was just. It's, I went to the comedy club a few times to check out how the show works. Mm-hmm. And went to some open mics. And then watching it is completely different than getting on stage. It, the first thing that happened when I got on stage was the lights hit you and it blinds you. And seeing is a very important sense, I realized. And, and it also made me realize why cops shine. Why the cops shine a light on you when they when they pull you over? Because it it, it, it kind of numbs you, you. Yeah. It frees you because you yeah. can't see. You, you're not used to not being able to see. And you don't know what they can see. That's you know, the way. And they yeah, can see yeah. everything. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. So I might open alcohol bottles. <laughs> yes. My Syringes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I couldn't see. I was frozen, and I'm trying to get used to the light. And I'm trying to say all the stuff that I've never said before in a row. Yeah. I, I, I fucked up every joke except for the last one. And they laughed at that. And I was like, if I can just enough, yeah. calm my nerves down and say this shit right, I could, might be able to do this. And you kept doing and it. I kept doing it. Kept what, bombing. You kept bombing. <laughs> yeah. Bombing for life. Yep. That's why you have that big chest tattoo that says yeah. bombing for life. <laughs> bomb for life right there. 
in addition to like clubs, you've done a lot of TV shows and things too. And you've also mm-hmm. done Showtime with the Apollo, mm-hmm. which is a crazy tough crowd. Yeah. Uh, these come on after SNL, I think, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you leave on the station, so I've watched some of yeah. it from there. Like, what was that experience like? Uh, terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's terrifying because you don't want to get booed. Yeah. Like, I had a friend, like, Showtime at the Apollo is a show that happens at the Apollo every Wednesday. It's not televised. So they took that show. It's an amateur contest where people go up and they have some special guests who are famous and they perform. So they basically took that, that, that historical Wednesday night show at the Apollo and put it on TV. And I had a friend. He wasn't famous. He's funny as shit. His name was Franz Cassius. And he was the first one to go to the Apollo out of all of us and do the Wednesday night amateur night. And he killed, like, mm. like and got top dog and they kept bringing him back and then they put him on a tv show and he bombed uh. you know and then you don't want to bomb national like usually if you bomb on like a regular tv show they don't show it right or they add a laugh track and they make it good look good like you don't want the stigma of like being booed by like a thousand people especially a crowd that has the uh, like authority to boo like right. you're encouraged like you're encouraged your reaction is right. like yeah eat them up yes. so it's just terrifying and then yeah and then most black comedy clubs that you start out in take that attitude, too. Like, when I first started, started like, if you went and performed at a club, they felt they could boo you because they watched the Apollo, and that's how mm. comics are supposed yeah. to be judged. So yeah. it's tougher in black crowds because you could get booed, and you, you don't want that shit. Yeah, that's, that's so scary. Yeah. Because everything that does, like, racks up your anxiety and yeah, everything it racks else. racks up your anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so then it, it kind of promotes hackiness. Right. Because you're going to take the safest route the to not get booed. Yeah. The cheapest joke. So you just have to figure out a way through that. Well, you've definitely done the opposite of that. I've seen you a bunch. You're one of my favorites. Thank you. No, um, what, I, what can I say? But you're as good in a small... Like, I've seen you, you know, at, mm-hmm. like on big stages and at the lab and on TV mm-hmm. and everything. And I think you give the same amount of energy and the same... Which like, is low. It's super low. Yeah. It's super low. 5%. You know what I'm saying? usually sitting down. A full 5%. We, like, it helps because everyone has to lean in to hear you. Right. You won't right. use mics. It's really... Which is really unconventional. <laughs> and I whisper, yeah. you know. <laughs> You're a big whisperer, <laughs> yeah. but it works for you. But yeah. then again, that the comedy club inside voices, that's yeah. what they're all about. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> but you ease people into the strangest jokes that are like... I mean, you have such a distinct voice, but the way you can take a crowd and you can go into the most uncomfortable place and then call out the people who aren't laughing right i mean i you can win over i've seen you win over every audience i think you're just so good so oh, thank way you. to go is it a defense mechanism uh to do, do all that yeah. <laughs> after the compliment <laughs> i didn't see that coming so what was the is poorest moment mechanism? of your life <laughs> Jesus. i've been watching a lot of oprah and i've noticed that on those after the show things mm-hmm. she will say nice things and then she'll turn it on people so i'm Liz, just trying it out that was that was, that was great nobody's <laughs> worked really nice that's smooth didn't see it coming Did i'll give you a 9.8 at least the goal landing you landed it anyway yeah, it was really funny vanessa is that you trying to deflect from yourself <laughs> i get it <laughs> you just did my joke yeah i definitely so have self-esteem issues and everything else uh, I think I think we all do. That's why we're sitting with yeah. microphones in front of us. Yeah, Aww. that's true. Uh, you also worked on Punked. Mm-hmm. That's it's an unusual show. There's not a lot of things like that. What was that process like? Did it, like when they're coming conceptualizing mm-hmm. uh, a, a 
a gag, a punk, however you want to call it. I don't know what the term is you guys use. Uh-huh. Uh, what went into that, and did anything ever go seriously wrong with them? Uh, nothing seriously wrong, but sometimes people wouldn't buy it. Oh, they would know they were being punked? Yeah, like we did T.O. The first, so I booked the show, and then the first thing we were going to do was this elaborate fake car accident. And we were going to get Terrell Owens involved. And he, he has two girls that are like his manager and his personal people. And they're the ones that, you know, they were the snitches. They're the ones that turned him into us. And they were going to help us do it. So we faked this accident. We're cops. It's a turned over van. We got some old people there in it. They're bloody. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, and uh, he, they, they're just driving down this random street. And they're like, oh, shit, an accident. And Terrell jumps out. And he's helping these old people out this van. And then then this lawyer comes over. And the lawyer's like, uh, uh, did he help you? You know, if he helps you and you feel hurt, then you could sue. And he starts giving out his cards. And we're the cops. And we're, and we're telling him, this sounds ridiculous, but it is, this is true. And he's like, am I being punked? And then he starts pointing out hidden cameras. Oh. <laughs> like... He's a smart dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, like we had skid marks on the ground. Like, you know, like, first of all, the people that do punk, like Ashton and Jason, like, they're very, it's a smarter show than you think. Yeah. I'm not saying that just because I was on it. Like, they would, we would set everything up. We'd get a script. And then Ashton and Jason would show up, like, 10 minutes before, after everything's set up. And the people that set the stuff up, they're smart. And then they're like, we're going to change it. We're going to do this, this, this. And it would, it would work. 90% of the time. Wow. More than that. More than that. It was a, it was a high percentage. And, and people were always fooled. They know the show existed, but they... Because everything was always personalized. One, like, one of the greatest ones was uh, Triple... Is his name Triple H, the wrestler? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he's a big, strong guy. And him and his wife, she took him... She, she's helped us set him up. So, she took him to this hotel, the Marriott. So, we're at the Marriott... And they're supposed to go into this room for some reason. So they go in the room. When they're in the room, it's the wrong room. And there's a wedding photographer there. And he's like, no, nah, this is not the room you're supposed to be in. So then now he, they have to exit the room. And we jam the door. So we jam the door. So he's using his brute strength to open the door. So then outside the door, we put a chick in a wedding dress. And she just got married, and she's about to take her wedding photos. So he slams the door open, bam, <gasps> and then we have blood coming down her nose. Oh my it's like, there's gosh. no way you're going to know you're being punked. Right. This could happen. That could happen. Yeah. And, and, and it plays into his... And it's too weird and to it's, be like it's a too joke. Weird, too yeah. weird to be a joke. And she's bleeding. Husband comes. I'm in the wedding party, and we just all oh, verbally gangbang him. My god. Piss him off, and the camera guy's taking the photos. He's mad at the camera guy. He's mad at me. He's trying to help. Husband's pissed. He's looking at a Does it ever woman. get scary? Like, you're like, this could turn nah, tiny. You just don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. That's the only scary part. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they're, they're smart dudes. They, they hook it up. Does, have you ever been on one where somebody um, cracked at all? Uh, like who? One of the cast members? Like, yeah, somebody couldn't. I think they were mad at one cast member one time, and they, they didn't give him, like, there was like four of us. Mm-hmm. Me, Sarah Highland, I think this guy named Gabriel K- Killerman. I can't remember Gabriel's last name. Sorry if you hear this. <laughs> and damn, I'm, uh, fuck this other guy. He's really good, but I just can't remember his name. Ryan Lockkey. <laughs> Ryan Lockkey. Yeah. <laughs> Still can't say it. L O C H T E. And I didn't see him mess up, but they were angry at him afterwards. Mm. And then I noticed that they didn't use him a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, you could mess up. Like the one I was scared, we did TI and we were going to, he was going to get on a private jet. So we had, we had a private jet for the whole day. So we tried to punk as many people as possible. So one of them was TI, one of them was Lil John, and the other one was Buster. Oh that, my gosh. So that day we were what one. What a crazy day of life one that three. is. <laughs> huh? Oh, only one for three? Yeah, because <laughs> it worked with TI because he just, he was on parole. And uh, so. Use that to so, your advantage. And we had, a, we had, he has a bunch of, you know, his posse with him. And they're about to get on the jet, and then all these agents pull up, like, you know, that police officers. That is so officers. scary. And we got these cars, you know, and the, the, the agents are us. You're like, no. Yeah. And he pull up, and he said, we're going to check your bags. And then I'm one of the baggage handlers. So in front of them, I have to somehow s- slip this ammunition oh my and these gosh. shells inside of his bag. So that was the scary part. And I'm like, Ashton's telling me, yeah, put it in there now. And I'm like, they're looking. <laughs> I don't even know how I got it in the bag. Without them seeing, but they didn't see. If it didn't get in the bag, then the whole thing would have right. been blown. Oh so my I think gosh. that was the scariest moment, like doing. It, you oh have my, Ashton Kutcher in your ear saying, "Do it, do, do it. it, do it." <laughs> like he's staring right at me. <gasps> Ooh. And then we tried Little John next, and Little John just sniffed it out right away. He wasn't going for it. He knew he was being punked. Yeah, he knew something was up, and he. I, we got it. I, I still always like. That's a mysterious my, way you said it. My ground. Like, like he knew he was being punked. He knew something was up. Like he could feel. He could feel it. You could, you could, you could see him feel it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he was like, well, we, so we had this verbal thing. We was going back and forth, and to the point like it's not my fault. It's just him not buying it. Yeah. And some people just won't buy it. And uh, so he didn't buy it, and then he pulled off. And they even came back with in his car to check. And we was like, no, nah, you're not being punk, man. Because we we're not going to let him know we tried to punk him. We, just, we stuck to our story, and he stuck to his. But does later Ashton call him and be like, man, I know that was weird. I ran that. into him later, Ron, at a party. Yeah. So he, he knew, and we talked about <laughs> it. Right? So that was hilarious. And then that, that, that next day we got Buster. But Buster wouldn't. We put Buster on a plane. Like, we had somebody, the guy that did the Eminem movie. What was the Eminem movie? The rap movie? Uh, Nine Mile? Eight Mile. Eight Mile. So the guy, <laughs> the director, we had one <laughs> of the cast members, the director, call him up on his birthday and said, listen, I'm in Vegas. I want you to fly out here. I got a jet for you at Santa Monica Airport, and I want to talk a movie with you. This is going to be as big as Eight Mile. And Buster didn't want to do it, and we talked him into it, and he came down with his what crew. What a horrible trick. I know. That is a mean trick. You like the think of the calls he made to his family in that day. Like everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They don't. They don't think about that. <laughs> this is Hollywood. You got a show to make. We got lives to crush. You know? <laughs> Keep moving. Hey, come on. You're not gonna make it out here. You're, you're pregnant. You're, Just kidding. If you think that far. <laughs> if you think about people's feelings, you're not gonna get anywhere in this town. I gotta change my <laughs> ways. Yeah, you gotta change your ways. Sorry. <laughs> It's a good thing we had this talk yeah, today. Yeah, I'm glad. I you feel know? meaner yeah. and mm-hmm. better yeah. equipped. Yeah, better equipped to deal with hurting people, you know. That's <laughs> Run this, them over. That's what it's about. That's right. Did he get on the plane at all? Yeah, he got on the plane, came down with his crew. They got on the plane. They were excited. And then they, the plane started going down the runway. Then five black SUVs, I was in one of them, pull up lights. And we jump out. And we're, like, doing these fake cop hand signals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm doing this, this, but it looked really important, and they were buying it. And then the plane froze on the, on the, on the and then they're looking at us. I go around the back. Some fake uh, agents go up the front of the plane, 
and they were like, they opened the pilot and the stewardesses, they opened the door. And then this is like kind of close to 9-11, close enough. Oh, no. And we're like, one of the guys on the plane is a terrorist. And did he have a briefcase? And they say, yeah, but, and he just ran in the bathroom as one of the pilots. And he's kind of Arab looking pilot. So this then, is the most horrible so punk like, I have ever heard. Like, it gets worse and worse. <laughs> People are afraid they're going to be blown they, to bits. Yeah. So we're like, it's, and there's racial profiling like, going yeah, on. Yeah, like, it's, it's beautiful comedy. We ruined somebody's birthday. We <laughs> stereotyped an Arab looking guy. And then everybody thinks they're going to die. <laughs> Roll it. Roll it. Let's do it. <laughs> and we got the plane to make it look authentic. Oh my gosh. And then we're like, it's probably a bomb. Everybody get off the fucking plane. Let me tell you something. Buster outran everybody. Like <laughs> 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 that motherfucker. You saying Bolt couldn't have caught him. He's running. <laughs> like to the point where he ran like off the whole tarmac <laughs> past the camera guy. I didn't even see the hidden <laughs> camera guy. The open, you know, the one, there's always one open camera guy that reveals you're being punk that comes out at the end of each punk. Yeah, hey, you're being punk. He, he flew past him. <laughs> Left his whole crew for dead. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he was so pissed when he found out he wouldn't sign a release. That one will never hear. Oh, oh man. man. It was hilarious. Got him. It worked. <laughs> It sounds like it works really well. Yeah. Oh my gosh! He yeah. rhymes fast. I would assume he'd run faster. <laughs> hey, oh, does everything totally. quick? Quick guy. Yeah, he rhymes fast and runs fast. Right. <laughs> great combo. Well, yeah. let's uh, let's do first. Okay, great. We do this every podcast. It's a different first question in life. This right. one is: What was the first magazine you ever had a subscription to? Let's see, might have been Sports Illustrator. Yeah, might have been, and I think I did it. For like the free bag or the binoculars, it's always something cool that you have <laughs> to throw time, in, like yeah. the football phone. Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah, did you have that? Uh, no, but I, I, you I, wanted, I, it. I wanted it. Of course, yeah. you did. I can get a magazine, get a free phone that shipped like a football. Yeah. And phone. you also got the swimsuit issue. The swimsuit issue, but That's I used to buy binoculars to like spy on the neighbors a couple times. Really? Yeah, but there was nothing going on. So oh. It was a waste of binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of binoculars! <laughs> yeah. Just send them back to Take Brazil's your clothes right? off or kill someone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. When you live in a basement, it's just hard to. <laughs> it's, it's not a good vantage point. You know what I'm saying? You can't really see much. You don't have much opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I had you? zoo books. Found out I had termites. <laughs> they were really them, big. Saw them up close. <laughs> Definition. <Huge>. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours, Vanessa? Zoo books. Zoo books. Was that that a was your first. Mm-hmm. I was real into animals. Still am. And uh, I got a subscription to Zoot Books. There was a whole Hilarious. year that was great. That every month was a different big cat profile, yeah. <laughs> and I loved that. You know, big cats can swim underwater. Thanks, Zoot Fast. Books. Thanks, Zoot Books. Also, you guys, on this subject, but not. Do you watch Netflix Instant? Do you stream mm-hmm. things. Um, you can stream any movie you want, and I've been watching like every documentary they have. There's this horrible one that I want to tell anyone that loves animals. It's called The Elephant in the Living Room, and it is about how a lot of states in America don't have any exotic animal laws. Like, you can literally own a lion, no problem. Like, you have to get ta- tags for your dog, but you don't for your lion. So they profile these That's because nobody expects you <laughs> yeah, to have like, a lion. Yeah, see this coming in yeah. Illinois. Like, oh, he has some big cats. Um, but they tell the story of these people that have, like, and the the one ranger that saves the lives of the people and the animals. It's it starts good, but it ends horrible. So don't watch it. Oh, people get killed. Animals. He, did Did you hear about the? There was a guy in the Bronx that had a lion. No. A, you know, was it a lion or a tiger? 
and an alligator, full-grown alligator in his apartment. What the fuck is going on with people? And this is like maybe so a few years So hard to get a ago. roommate. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to chip in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do your part, <laughs> yeah. gator. Yeah. And he, he, threatened, Did the, he, he die? threatened the lion, you know, by, you know, say, if you don't pay your rent, I'll get you deported. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, the, the lion bit him, and that's how they found out, like, when he went to the hospital. My bad. And that, then, and then uh, they were like, where did you get these wounds from? These are like animal. <laughs> He's like, my pit bull. It's not a pit bull. <laughs> it's much bigger. Yeah, it's much bigger. Did they the keep zoo? the animals? Uh, did you find out? Do you know what happens next? Uh, they went to the apartment and the cops are like, what the, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine that like, day? And the neighbors said they could sometimes hear noises. Like roars, maybe? Roars. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd figure the neighbors would. <laughs> but it's, it's the hood. People yeah. don't snitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you snitch, I let my lion loose on you, son. I just thought he watched a lot of MGM movies. <laughs> yeah. I know that idea. was the intro. <laughs> I thought he had a lot of zoo books. <laughs> Audio zoo books. <laughs> He's always had a reading problem. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Yeah, I think mine was uh, National Geographic World or National Geographic for Kids. Boobies and that, that too. Oh, no, not for no, kids. No, no, no. This is the kids' version. It's National yeah. Geographic World, I think, which is like the kids' version of National Geographic. is trying to get you into, like, you know, exotic wildlife mm-hmm. and other Did it work? cultures, stuff like that. You're uh, not into exotic wildlife. Here's, here's the, the, there's one issue that really stressed me out, and here's why. On the back cover, they would sometimes do, like, a try to figure out what this, these animals are from these really close-up pictures of, like, mm-hmm. their skin or whatever. And one was, like, eyes of different animals. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it was, like, really close, like a gecko eye or whatever. And there was one that was a close-up of a spider, and it had, like, six red eyes. Oh, and you could see the little fangs, too. And, and that, like, was the scariest yeah, that is scary. thing in the world for me. I was like, ah, I don't like spiders really at all, but now I really don't <laughs> like them. Because now that little image of this like six-eyed red spider just freaked me that out. Magnified image. If you had arachnophobia, you really had it. Yeah. Then shit. So uh, I know that it's a spider. I got I got a point, but it was really friggin' stressful. Six spider eyes. Yeah, it was uh, it was scary. And then that's all I could remember from that thing. Like, from I, that thing. I had it for like a year or whatever, and I think when it came back up, I was like, yeah, I don't need. I don't need that anymore. I don't need to be scared, I traumatized. Need to be traumatized by How old were you when you got that? I was probably like seven 12. or eight. Seven or eight, damn. Area. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it was it was scary. Yeah, it's too it young scary. to handle that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You had to handle worse things at that age. You had one pair of shoes. Yeah. Why are you picking no, no. cold? Well, well, when I was seven, I was in England. <laughs> oh, that's I proper. Had, I had two pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke about one of them was... This kind of shoe, but I don't know any British kind of shoes. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to do uh, my questions. Which is I haven't looked at them game. yet. Yeah, really? Vanessa's going to play along with this, too. Oh, she's not going to cheat. <laughs> That's right. She not just right. turned the paper over, y'all. <laughs> all right, off. this is the thing called Lost in Translation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when English movies go overseas, their titles change to those particular markets, but You're often be don't make a whole lot of sense Maybe. when they're translated back into English. So I'm going to give you a list of ten movies whose titles are seriously lost in translation and see if you can guess what the original movie is. Like right. the, what the name of the movie was in America? In America. Okay. It's so like right. they take the movie, Got they it. translate it into Chinese or whatever, and oh, so they change it. And then they I change it, it back into English. It's way off. Or So they change it to another country, and then they change it back. And somebody babble fishes it. If you, if you were to like, yeah, <laughs> if you were to like... You, like they, they they translate into Chinese, but they slightly cha- alter it a little bit so it makes sense for China. Mm-hmm. And then when you tr- when you translate a the words back in, it yeah it it doesn't quite. Oh, you'll okay, see what I, I mean. Uh, all right, so number one, uh, his great device makes him famous. Oh, something with a man with a big penis, the Full Monty, or what's Close. another movie with a big penis? 
His great device makes him. Uh, is it a Boogie Nights? It is Boogie Nights. Oh, good job mm. from China. Uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't have got it if you didn't mention the word penis. <laughs> I thought you that. were. Way, it's, it's, it's hilarious how it works. Like I was like, she's way off, <laughs> and then something pulled it back. You so, got nah, it. No, nah, it's she Boogie Nights. Yeah, great tree. Uh, number two, one night, big belly. Oh, um, that Katherine Heigl movie. Mm-hmm. What is that? Oh, with shit. Seth Rogen. Um, that's the one. That's hilarious. One night, big belly. One night, What's big it belly. Knocked up. Knocked, Knocked up. up. Yeah. Also China. <laughs> um, number three. Charles, help me. A <laughs> this hitman is not as cold as he thought. <laughs> is that Jason Statham? It's not. It's a little older than that. Um, I wish it was Jason Statham. <laughs> you do a good Jason This Hitman is that, not, that as, could, not as cold as he thought. It's not as cold that's, as he thought. It's like Hitman with a Heart kind of movie, sort of. It's or like he, a ton of those. It's, yeah. yeah, it's every Hitman. Yeah. That's the reason I'll, they can make I'll movies it about it. It's uh, Leon the Professional. Oh, that that's, genre oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's not movie. even close. <laughs> <laughs> this one is really not. Leon close. isn't even in the title. Yeah. <laughs> this next one is seriously not close. Okay. Number four, <laughs> Captain Supermarket. What? So um, is that a Dane Cook movie? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's a it's a cult comedy classic movie with Bruce Campbell in it. Dawn of the Dead. Captain Supermarket. It's Army of Darkness. What? what? Here's my thought process. <laughs> not okay he works at s mart <laughs> he works at s mart which is like a f- store like a f- yeah a hardware slash super like captain store supermarket or what somehow, country did that uh captain supermarket you think japan for that japan japan for i expected more of them <laughs> all right number five just send him to university unqualified it's an is 80s, it that danny devito movie it's an 80s the, no joe Pesci soul man movie? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, back to school. They're in the right era. It stars um, the the most famous Scientologist in the world. Oh, not risky business. It is risky. It business. is risky business. Yes. Just send him to university unqualified. Is that? I thought yeah. risky business that's was China. just about a party. I would I would have never went to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, that time. sounds good. You yeah. guys, let's send, do a date send night. Him to university unqualified. <laughs> right. Can't wait to just send him there. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, an unexpected end. Titanic. It makes sense what I tell you. Just uh, kidding. An unexpected end? Yeah. Uh, Kill Bill. Uh, I'm probably wrong, but this is how I felt about this movie anyway. <laughs> Benjamin Button. Uh, what's the movie with a uh, shit? Finding Nemo. It's Finding Nemo. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the movie with the, the guy? He won an Oscar. He was killing people. That's very, and uh, it's the shit. He was. He won an Oscar for it. Yeah, he's the Spanish guy. Oh, no, no, no oh, country for old Rogue, no country yeah. for old man. Yeah, it's not that. But that's an interesting thought. It's uh, Thelma and Louise. Oh, Can aptly named. Drive yeah. off the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's like giving away the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, I know we're gonna see something that we don't, don't see coming. See, yeah. <laughs> that was Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> uh, This is probably my favorite of Mexico. all time. I have mentioned this on a previous podcast one time because it's my favorite one when I found out about it. Mister Cat Poop. I don't know what that is. You mentioned this? Mr. Cat Mr. Poop. Cat Poop. Does it make any sense? No. Mr. Cat Poop. Yeah. I'm... It's uh, a Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt movie. Oh. <laughs> as, uh, as good, good as, as it, it gets. gets. <laughs> In China. 
Mr. Kaplan. Mr. Kaplan. <laughs> I want to know how, how they got there. I don't know yeah, how, how they did they get there. To our Chinese listeners, take us on this there. journey. He's like super OCD in that movie, right? And he has a dog, but I can't. So we would be like Mr. No, no Poop Mr. if no it poop. went along with I that. No, it's Mr. Cat Poop. Maybe, maybe there's a word in China that means something completely different. It probably it must. Does. And that's, and that's where back. the turn went. Yeah, so when it comes <laughs> back, yeah. We were like, that doesn't make sense. And Mr. Makes Cat Poop, sense. my favorite all time movie. Number eight. <laughs> A very powerful whale runs to heaven. Free Willy. Yeah. Easy. Hey, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite whale movie. <laughs> Number yeah, you, nine. Had, you had all the animal books. <laughs> right. The zoo books. Number nine. I've been prepping for this my whole life. <laughs> Is the spy capable or not? Mission Double Impossible. Seven. Nope. It's a comedy spy movie with Steve Naked Carell. Gun? Oh. Oh, the whatchamacallit. Oh, shoe phone. Um, not, yeah. Get smart. Get smart. Yeah. Yeah, Taiwan. Is Much more capable? catchy than get smart. I like that that's the idea. It's like a nail <laughs> biter. Is he capable of things or not? <laughs> and number 10. This is also China, we can think. Six naked pigs. Babe? Remember you're the first one when you were going, bo- moving oh, around no. Boogie Nights? Remember when you were flying around? Oh, that? full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> The full Monty is six, six naked, naked pigs. pigs. How insulting. I know, yeah. right? To Jesus. everybody involved. Yeah. Well, what a ride. It's time so, for my questions. Oh, so you got questions too? Yeah. They're, they're different. different. All right. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? Uh, not that I know of. No. You would know. <laughs> FYI. Okay. Like it'd be the, those are the skinny chicks? Yeah, two of them. Two skinny chicks <laughs> that make one. Yeah, together they're almost yeah. with the Voltron of sisters. With the Voltron of sisters, they should just form together and make one chip. Yeah, I would love it. If the, the only thing that would make the Olsen, Olsen twins better to me than being Olsen twins is another subject I've read up on conjoined twins. I've read and seen everything that you can about conjoined oh, yeah. twins. If they were in one body, like Brittany and Abby on the TLC specials, gosh. Are there any good-looking conjoined twins? You know, sometimes one of them. One of them. One head can be okay. Do they have sex? Uh well, it depends on where they're joined. There's been histories of some that have separate bottoms, halves, so you could have two private part areas. What if, what if they, they share one private they area? They have to really agree. They have to agree to disagree on some to, partners. Yeah. They, both have, they both have to <laughs> like the, the weirdo. the also has to be. Right. Yeah. They both have to like the weirdo that wants to have sex with them. <laughs> Are you down for this, Brittany? I don't know. Are you down for this, Daryl? Yeah. We don't have a lot of choices. <laughs> Take what we can get. Yet they yeah. would fare pretty well in the Olympic Village. <laughs> oh, yeah, they would. Put them in there. Yeah. Two for one. Ew. Yeah. They're both two separate people. That's the biggest misconception about conjoined twins. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> to them? Yeah. <laughs> the misconception to them is that they we... think that they're two separate people. <laughs> <laughs> You're a two-headed monster. Just kidding. That's oh, damn. So cool. It's funny, though. It's <laughs> they think they have individual identities. Ugh. Okay, this is a great you share scenario. fingerprints. <laughs> you do the math. The law doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Um, you have the, you they both killed him too. <laughs> You're both guilty. You get to be any deadly animal mm-hmm. and attack any person or thing you want. Explain what kind of animal you would be and what you would attack. Like I could be. A tiger, and I'm gonna eat Rush Limbaugh. I'm gonna sneak up on him mm. like that. But you don't have to do anything like that. You could be a snake, or hippos are dangerous. Well, the first thing that came to my mind was panther. I don't Ooh, know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Beautiful but then, cats. but then, I guess I want to be an animal that the girls love. Girls like panthers. They do. Yeah. yeah but they don't have pet panthers. They don't cuddle, oh, cuddle up with them. You want to trick people. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> what Sounds are you going to be? Right? <laughs> Pomeranian? An invisible panther. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a superhero movie I'd watch. <laughs> invisible you're, panther. You're, you're a woman, you hear like four <laughs> feet in your room at night and, and growling, but you don't say, is anybody there? <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> but how did he become invisible panther? I need an origin story movie. He's a panther. He was a man, then he was a panther. Then somebody gave the panther a cloak, an invisible cloak. And, and then Spider-Man fucked up and gave him yeah. some extra powers. Duh, duh you know. <laughs> Who you would go, you attack? Panther. Who would I attack? A girl that you got into a room? That's what probably, it sounded like. Probably uh, Mitt Romney right now. Yeah, yeah. that's a good choice. Yeah. Gobble him up, invisible full of, full panther. Of shit Romney. But that wouldn't be delicious because it would taste like poop. Nah, but it would solve mm-hmm. some problems. Yeah, that, you're doing the opposite yeah, of Spider-Man. Yeah, nip it in the bud. Yeah, like preventative all, attack. Exactly. There's already a villain. Yep. You know, <laughs> they what need the Panther to come to town. I don't have to, to create my own adverse <laughs> adversary. I'll just go get the one that's right there in front of everybody. <laughs> okay, this is next. Um, if you had to punk me or Cole, mm-hmm. which one of us would you choose? Hmm. I think I know you better than Cole, <laughs> so it'd be more fun to do the person that I know. Okay. Yeah. And then also, so does that answer a trick so you can more accurately punk? Cole. Well, <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> second, what learned, are all these SUVs doing pulling up here right now? <laughs> blood, blood everywhere. We're all going to die. That's the worst punk I've ever heard. There's a man with a bomb. Oh, my gosh. Okay, moving on. Um, if you were competing as a woman, mm-hmm. and you were a woman, and you were in a beauty contest, like a beauty pageant, what would your stage name be? And describe your big finished dress. My big finished dress. <laughs> Really nice question. Thank Madison. you. The name would be Anastasia. <laughs> Good choice. And uh, my finished dress would uh, show a lot of boobs. Show a lot of boobs, you know what I'm saying? You're still a man at your you know core. Saying? Still a man at the core. And, uh, maybe you know, rhinestones or something? Uh, maybe, you know. <laughs> So I have some glitter on. Yeah. Even though it's not the dress part, that's just Oh, just chest. body glitter? Just have some, glitter. Yeah, it's just a, like, a lot of glitter. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I see like wizard sleeves Ooh. for some reason. And oh, my God, why. that's beautiful. Yeah, Anastasia is killing and a, it. And a flare down at the bottom. And uh, What platform would you be on? What platform? What They're do you always mean? like, I'm against childhood obesity. Or I wish there was no poverty. I'm just uh, I'm against these other bitches in this contest <laughs> platform. Anastasia's here to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm she here didn't to come win. for silver. Yeah. <laughs> she and McKay like a bitch it out in the back room. Yeah. Um, okay, now this is your last question. And arguably the most difficult and cerebral. Yeah. Harder than arguably. harder than what dress would I yep. wear if I was a woman in Much a harder. in a beauty pageant? <laughs> okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You've angered a wizard. <laughs> and you have to choose between two punishments. Mm. One is one of your eyes becomes a mucus booger eye. It's just covered in frothy mucus forever. Yeah. And you have to keep it open. You can't cover it up. You can't get out of this. But you retain your sight. You can see fine. The mm. other option is you look fine, but you lose your sight and your sense of smell. In one eye? Both. So you either get booger eye or you're blind and you can't smell. It comes down to a question of vanity, I suppose. Uh, I'd take. I'd rather keep my sight because I could watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> Even if no one wanted to touch your booger yeah. eye, you yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe that booger can be used as a lubricant. So. <laughs> just wipe it, <laughs> yeah. slurp it down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you, you know, you can always get a hooker. 
Or a conjoined <laughs> twin. There's, there's, a, conjoined twin. Twins, there's yeah. a conjoined twins out yeah. there. They're just really, hungry. They'd be me. like, really, bitches? You don't want none of this? You're going to act like you're better than this? Because I got one booger <laughs> eye. I got one booger eye. You got, you're like his spider that he described. <laughs> you got four eyes hanging out and legs, extra legs and arms. <laughs> like a, a huge spider. Don't pass this up. <laughs> don't pass this up. <laughs> this, 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 you look like arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> itself oh i would pick the booger eye. oh no i would pick going blind i think i don't think i could live with a booger eye. vain yeah. yeah i think the worst thing me? is knowing what people i guess that is vanity i was gonna say knowing what people would think about me that's exactly what vanity it'd be it'll be disgusting like nobody would probably no one would want to look at you and talk to you yeah and if you're on stage or something everyone was just like your whole routine would have to be about your booger eye right yeah, good material <laughs> yeah like once you, you get people past it like you know, you know what's funny. Like this is what I learned about. Like just like I had a friend when I was in like a teenager. Good job. One friend. <laughs> one friend. He was like three hundred and something pounds, which was big for like eighteen. And yeah. Three hundred pounds is huge. And we walking through the mall, and he'd try to hit on chicks like that. I would hit on you know like my size chicks, <laughs> and it kind of offended me. Because I was ignorant, I didn't know. I said, yeah. I'm "Like Pat, you're huge. Like none of these chicks is going to be into you." But he would pull them. Yep. Because it's not what you it's not what you look like. It's just your personality. Yep. And to it, him, for a man, to him, he was my size. You know what I'm saying? And he just hollered at these chicks. And every woman loves he, to be flattered. Well, yeah. Anybody, and he knew what to say. And he was a yeah. he was a really likable guy. Yeah. So I think I could. That taught me that I could survive with a, a booger, booger eye. eye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Thank you. Yeah. Pat? Did you say his name yeah. Pat? Pat. You've had a lot of shout-outs to lovely people. Yeah. The guy at I, Burger King? Gene? Was that his name? No, I don't even know. It was a Greg. customer. No, oh, the other guy. Greg. Oh, and Greg, Greg, yeah. Greg. Yeah, Greg. Great guy. Game yeah. We still, he lives in Minnesota. We still talk on Does Facebook. he do comedy? Nah, he used to sing. He was a good singer. He had a song out on the radio. <gasps> Whoa. That's funny. Now, he had a song out on the radio. He's working on ba- at Burger King. While his song was at the radio? On the radio, Oh, my yeah. gosh. And he was on that TV show, Putting on the Hits. Yeah. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was hustling. Like, he was, he was trying to make it. Greg. Like, as an entertainer. He, and then he moved to Minnesota? Yeah, that was, like, years later. Yeah. When family? Family. Yeah, he's a good family dude. Like, he, yeah, he, he, he married some chick that had, like, two kids. Two kids. Way to go, Greg. Yeah. Nice, Greg. He became a father. Yeah, Greg's we a We can only hope for that guy. sort of yeah. stability in our life. Shout out to you, Greg. Boop, boop. Ellis. He's a DJ in Minnesota. Hire him for your weddings. <laughs> Knows me. He used to, we used to, he used to get his paycheck and go with our greasy stained Burger King uniform. But they were hideous. They were, <laughs> they were corduroy red. Ew. Like nice. burgundy corduroy. That Old happened? school. And Ugh. walk over to the record store and just spend everything on music. He was just so into Aww. music. I learned a lot about music through him. Learned a lot about life. Yeah. Yo. We did it. We did it. We Do you have it. any projects you'd like to talk about or any upcoming shows? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'll be at the San Francisco Punchline August 15th through to the 18th. Ooh, San yeah, Francisco. I'll be, yeah, I'll be headlining at the Punchline. It'll be a lot of fun. Come down. Check me out. Be a hot show. Maybe hook up afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> great. No, San Francisco you know, Olympic Village. Yeah, we're gonna set it off. <laughs> uh, people can follow you on Twitter too. You're on there, right? Yeah, at Ian Edwards Comic. Great. There you go. You yeah. can also follow me and Vanessa. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Rack. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. We did it. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Thanks for having me, y'all. You're welcome. It was All a right. pleasure. Hey, my, my pleasure too. Great. <laughs> Thanks for not having any dogs. They're, they're locked up. They're locked up. I've got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.